chapter one, section two. Characterization is what is revaluation range. Proposition two, let A be a ring in order that A be a discrete valuation ring. It is necessary and sufficient that it be nothing local ring. And that is maximum ideal. Be generated by a non-nipotent element. Remark, recall that ring A is called local. If it has a unique maximum ideal, nothing ring. If every increasing sequence of ideals is stationary, or equivalently, if every ideal of A is finitely generated. It is clear that the discrete variation ring has the stated property. Conversely, suppose that A has these properties, and that phi be a generator of the maximum ideal MA of A, let U be the ideal of the ring A formed by the elements x such that x times pi to the power m equals 0 for m sufficiently large. Let u be the ideal of the ring A formed by the elements x such that x times pi to the power m equals 0 for m sufficiently large. Uh, strange it is. Isn't this true for all x? If pi is the uniformizer to pi to the power m, of course, it equals 0 for m sufficiently large. Okay, it's not I mean, topologically goes to 0, it means that nilpotent in some sense. Since A is necessary ring, U is finitely generated, hence there exists you fix the big N such that X times pi to the power big N equals zero for all a small X in U. Since A is necessary ring, U is finitely generated. Because every idea of a necessary ring is finitely generated. Hence, there exists a fixed integer big N such that x times pi to the power big N equals 0 for all small x in U. Yes, because you, if you consider to every element, it has an associated integer M such that x times pi to the power mx equals 0. Then all those x form an ideal and this finally generated, which means that there is this finitely many x1 to xn such that all the others are linear combinations of x times element of a. And so if those generators times pi to some power equals zero, then of course all the elements inside this ideal you should be so, which should the max biggest power of those x1 to xn is quite big n. That's why for all elements of this ideal u there is just some fixed big n such that x times pi to the power big n for all elements of u. Let us prove now that the intersection of the powers 
ma to the power n is zero. Want to show that for integer n, ma to the power n until the intersection is zero. This is in fact valid in every Noetherian local ring, confectable by the algebra commutative. This is in fact valid in every Noetherian local ring. So this is true for every Noetherian local ring that the maximal ideal raising to some integer power and then takes intersection equals zero. Now let y in the intersection about the integer power of m a one can then write y equals pi to the power small n times xn for all integer n once we have pi to the power n parenthesis xn minus pi times xn plus one equals zero because both of them equals y and hence this xn minus pi times x n plus one is inside u because it's killed by some power of pi. The sequence of ideals u plus big A small x n in increasing Increasing for the index small n, u is the, the same as fixing, and big A times xn, so it's the principal ideal generated by xn, and for different n, we have to compare xn and xn plus 1, and as we mentioned, xn minus pi times xn minus 1 is inside u, so modulo u, xn equals pi times xn minus n plus 1, so xn plus 1 generate xn. So, principal ideal generated by xn increases when n increases. It follows that xn plus 1 is containing u plus big A xn for n large. xn plus 1 is containing u plus axn for n large. Yes, because no, be increasing, it follows that xn plus 1 is containing u plus a times xn for n large. Why? Why? Y x subscript n plus y containing u plus a times x n for n large. In priori, x n plus one can generate x n modulo u. This is clear. But y modulo u x n can generate x n plus one. This is the inverse direction why this is true 
of course here to mention for enlarge and if this is true then the conclusion is xn plus one equals z plus t times xn for some z in u as small xn equals pi times xn plus one plus z prime for z prime in u this is what we mentioned at the beginning and then finally one half put all those things together you have one minus pi times t parenthesis parenthesis inside one minus pi times t outside times xn plus one is containing u but one minus pi t does not belong to the maximum ideal because pi is in the maximum ideal, so pi t is in the maximum ideal, but the one is not, so the minus pi t is not in the maximum ideal, therefore it is invertible. Hence, xn plus 1, xn plus 1 belongs to u for n large enough. Because it's multiplied by invertible element, it's in u, so xn plus 1 is in u. All the about relations are for n large enough and hence taking small n plus one bigger equal than big n when I say that y equals pi to the power n plus one times x n plus one is zero which proves the intersection will integer power ma equals zero uh, let's say there are some problems to clarify. The first is as we mentioned, y modulo u x n generate x n plus one. Obviously, by the statement here, it should follow from the fact that we have a increasing sequence of ideals but every increasing sequence of ideals must be stationary exactly 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 it, it is it is stationary because this is an authoring ring so well, let's repeat this this conclusion that intersection of ma to the power n equals zero works for works for every Natharian local ring. Natharian local ring. We use Natharian because we use the stationary of the increasing chain. Why do we need local ring? We need the uniformizer. Uh, sorry. Not for the uniformizer. Natharian local ring. local ring then element outside maximum ideal is invertible okay so having all these how do we conclude that intersection of ma to the sum power n equals zero 
So we agree that xn plus 1 belongs to u for n large enough. And if we take n plus 1 larger than big N, what is big N? Big N is the integer such that n or element of u is killed by multiplying by pi to the power big N. And what is the small y here? Small y is for any element in the intersection where m a raised to the power small n. We write small y equals pi to the power n times xn for some for all n because it's in the intersection, so it can be written with the form pi to the power n times xn for all n. And then we want to prove this y is zero. How did we prove this is zero? Because in particular, y equals pi to the power n plus one times x n plus one by the definition for some n big enough. Right? And hence to prove this y is zero, it's sufficient to prove pi to the power n plus 1 times x n plus 1 equals 0 for some big n. And to prove this, the problem is, of course at the beginning we know that elements of ideal u is killed by big power of pi. And so for n big enough, or this pi power become become big enough, and you will see that xn plus 1 is obviously killed by pi to the power n plus 1. But the problem is, how do you know xn plus 1 is in the ideal u? This is what we proved. Actually, we showed that xn plus 1 multiplying by some element 1 minus pi t is in u. And we showed that 1 minus pi t is a invertible element, because this is a local ring. Finish the proof. So a little tricky. The key point is that we use the stationary condition, which is come out to be a strong condition. So the third condition, the local rings to help you to easily check whether an element is invertible or not. Altogether, we have proved that. For so here we maybe we use some more. Assumption, but in general, nothing local rings enough. By hypothesis, none of the maximum ideal MA to the power n is zero. By hypothesis, none of the power of a maximum ideal is zero. Let's recall the proposition two. Let big A be commutative ring in order that big A be discrete valuation ring. It is necessary and sufficient that it is another ring local ring and its maximum ideal is generated by a non-nucleated element and its maximum ideal be generated by a non-nucleated element okay it's, it's this condition which is more than what to hmm. so this last condition maximum ideal generated by non-nucleated element is not needed in Bourbaki's proof which is needed here and despite this hypothesis now the MA to the power A is zero.
if y is a non-zero element of a, if y is a non-zero element of a, y can therefore be written in the form pi to the power n times u, with u not in m of a, in other words, u is invertible. This writing is clearly unique. It shows that A is an integer integral domain. Furthermore, if one sets n equals V of Y, what is V? V of Y, V parenthesis Y. We should be some valuation. I think it's just the define function v to be that v of y equals n. Yes. Let's restate again. If y is a non-zero element of big A, then one can therefore be written in the form. pi to the power small n times u with u not in the maximum ideal. In other words, u is invertible. This writing is clearly unique. Yes, this should be unique because we have proved that intersection of ma to the power n is zero. This means that if you have a different expression, let's say pi to some other power m times u prime, then this will tell that that the prime ideal generate What is this pi? This pi is a generator of the maximum idea. So this will tell you that pi to the power n generate, which is m maximum idea to the power n equals maximum idea to the power m. And if this is the case, then the intersection of the maximum ideals reason to integer power should not be zero. Why? Why? Left mm, as an exercise to think about. Maybe you will have to use Bazoo's formula. To show that if they are two different power of pi multiplied by variable element. So if there exists some m to the power n equals m to the power m with n different from m, what about this? Tells 
consider the fact that we require this this proposition to require this maximoid to be generated by a non-Euclidean element in some sense is already very close to the requirement of a principal other domain from this it's more or less obvious it has dimension one because it's a local ring and this maximoid is generated by one element okay the question is left to why this is integral closed very clear and uh, how do you induce this is integral domain from the fact that the intersection of the maximum ideal is into power equal zero? Let's see there is a proposition three, another temporization of discrete valuation rings. A be an authority integral domain, order that A be a discrete valuation ring. It is necessary and sufficient that it satisfies the two following conditions. The first is is integrally closed. The second is A has a unique non-zero prime ideal. The first is A is integrally closed. The second is A has a unique non-zero prime ideal. Unique non-zero prime ideal. Integrally closed, unique non-zero prime ideal. Unique non-zero prime ideal. If it has a unique non-zero prime ideal, then this is already dimension one at local. Recall that an element X of the of a ring containing A is called integral over A if it satisfies the equation of integral dependence. We call it star x to the power n plus a1 x to the power n minus 1 plus integral plus a n equals 0 for a i in a. And says that a is integrally closed in a ring b containing a if every element of b is integral over a belongs to a. Let's repeat. Recall that the element x over a ring an element x of a ring containing a is called integral over a if a if this element satisfies the equation of integral dependence which is a monic polynomial with a with coefficient a i in the ring a let's say x to the power n plus a1 x to the power n minus one plus six four plus a n equals zero for a i in a then we see that a is integrally closed in ring b which b contains a if every element of B is integral over A. If every element of B that is integral over A belongs to A. And finally, one C that A is integrally closed without mentioning A is integrally closed in some ring B, you just say A is integrally closed. This means that the terminology means that it is an integrally closed. It is an integral domain integrally closed in its field of fraction. It is clear that the discrete valuation ring satisfies. Second condition, the unique prime ideal. Unique non-zero prime ideal, of course. Let us show that it satisfies one also, which is integrally closed. Which is an integral domain that is integrally closed. Notice that in proposition three, we start with A integral, other integral domain. 
and in order that the A, B, and discretization ring has a check transition. And in proposition 2, we start with a commutative ring, and in order that it is a discretization ring. But finally, into discretization ring should be integral domain, I think. Otherwise, Otherwise, how do you discuss integral closed? It is clear that, yes, let's show the, let's show that the DVR satisfied the condition that it is integrally closed. So let K be the field of fraction of A. And let's small experiment of this field of fraction of A, K. which satisfying an equation of the type star we just described. And suppose that small x were not in A. So this is by argument of absurd. We suppose there is an element which satisfies the integral dependence equation, but is not in A. And we want to have some contradiction, of course. That means that we parenthesis small x equals minus m with m bigger than zero. In equation star, the first term has valuation minus m, while the valuation of the other, because we assume it's not in a, what is a? Hmm, what is a? What does it mean an element is in the fraction field of A but not in A? It means that it's variation V with respect to welcome this variation. Ah, it's a discrete value. We start with discrete variation. We want to show that discrete variation is integrally closed. So, of course, if it's not in the ring A, A is the ring integer, so it has a negative valuation. So, the ring A is exactly for its discrete valuation bigger or equal than zero of elements, the real integer. And so we suppose the x equals minus m with m positive. Then this equation will tell you some uh, contradiction with the valuation because on the one hand, on the, on the one hand, we have x to the power n, which has valuation minus an m. But on the other hand side, we have ai x to the power n. And minus i, whose valuation is bigger or equal than minus parenthesis m minus one times m. This is strictly bigger than minus n. This is contradiction. So the two sides of the equality has different variation. More precisely for this last argument, we have this lemma one. Let ring A be discrete valuation ring and let xi be elements of the field of fractions of A, such that valuation of xi is bigger than valuation of x1 for i being greater than two. One then has x1 plus x2 plus etc plus xn. It's not zero. Let's repeat that a view discrete valuation ring like at, at xi the element so the fraction field of a such that we xi is bigger than we x1 for all i bigger equal than two. Then the summation cannot be zero. Actually, this is easy. You just use triangle inequality for the large median. For Nash leading norm or here for discrete variation, it always gives you Nash meeting field. 
one can assume x y equals one dividing by x y infinite three when v x i bigger equals than one for i bigger equals than two. Equivalently, this tells x i is in m of a, as x one is not in m of a. It follows that this summation cannot be m of a. This proves an m. Okay. This proof also shows that x one plus x one plus x n has the same valuation as x one. This is exactly the non-schmidting norm if the normal summation two element has different norm equals the maximal one. And then it goes to the variation. If the two element has different variation, the variation of the sum equals the minimal one. Let us now show that the non-thering integral domain satisfying one and two is a discrete variation. This is the main part of this proposition, a, chapter, a new chapterization of DVR, which is Nasseri integral domain plus integral closed plus unique prime idea, which is to say it has dimension one. Collision two shows that A is a local ring whose maximum ideal M is not zero, and then prime B, the set of a small x in K such as that. Small x times M is in A. In other words, xy is inside a for every element y in this maximum module m. It is a sub a module of k containing a. If y is a non-zero element of maximum module m, it is clear that m prime is containing y inverse times a, and as a is nothing in ring, this shows that m prime is a finitely generated a module.